ready, twinkling smile is there on the face of Graham Mazur. He might have to search harder for the right word on occasion, but he finds it. Because of what happened to him as a boy, his dreams of becoming a world-beating professional golfer stalled. But the way he now plays golf, one-handed, is something to enjoy watching. As his handicap continues to fall, he is starting to look like a craftsman at work again. And this is a seriously competitive player. His golfing focus may have changed. While he knows that golf has helped him significantly to recover from a life-changing head injury. His hugely positive attitude for the game and for life in general is testament to a great inner courage that Graham found to recover from the trauma with the help of loving family. To be the best that he can be and to smile, the dry humour and the glint in his eye makes people want to talk to Graham Mazur. It's a conversation worth having. In the year 2000, Graham was a 15-year-old who was aiming high with his golf. Through his enthusiasm and graft, he got down to 10 handicap. But the members at Tenterton Golf Club in his home county of Kent felt he was already better than this figure. He had the ambition of one day turning professional, possibly following his hero, Lee Westwood, onto the European tour. Graham recalls, at the time, as for many young players, golf seemed like everything to him. He was one of those kids who would be at the club the whole day, at weekends and the holidays, spending the money he earned from his new paper round on bowls of chips and fizzy pop to keep him going on the course, playing 36 holes at a time, looking for tips on his swing in the pro shop and on the putting green, and enjoying a few nine-hole matches with the club pro himself. He was poised to enter the Kent Golf Union's county coaching programme. Graham, now 37 years old, can tell a good story with a dry wit and chuckles at the memory. Yeah, oh, every yeah, yeah, week, dawn to the dusk, because my dream was I was going to become pro. 9.6, fellow members down my golf club thought I should have been off two or three. Then, on Tuesday, January the 18th, 2000, Graham set off for his morning paper round at 6.30 on his mountain bike in High Holden, near Ashford. At around 7am, a car hit him full on at a junction. Graham flying across the bonnet, his head smashing into the windscreen. He was taken to the William Harvey Hospital in Ashford in a coma and his family arrived in panic, fearing the very worst scenario. His injuries were numerous. Major trauma to the frontal lobe of his brain, a broken back, broken ribs, punctured lung, damaged right arm, fractured right ankle. It was decided he would be transferred to King's College Hospital in London, the leading centre for head injuries. As he lay in the coma, the ambulance was required to drive slowly and Graham has since been told that Junction 9 of the M20 had to be shut for a time to ensure his safe travel. My impairment is I'm right-hand side semi-paralysed due to a car accident. Okay. I was doing a paper round and I pulled out of a blind junction and the car hit me. When I was in my, my coma in the William Harvey, my parents, who were great under the circumstances, they yeah. really were, yeah. and my whole family, um, the, the doctor came out and the doctor, doctor told them 
Have you told your son that he'll never play golf again? Have you told your son that he'll never walk again? And I was like, when my parents told me that, I, I got so angry and so annoyed. Which, but that gave me the motivation to prove them wrong. He was so ill, he heard that doctors considered turning off his life support, but his parents refused and continued to hope. Friends and family rallied round to support Graham. Yeah, they were great. They were really they? were. They all came and saw me up at King's College Hospital. Yeah. My, my family, they were absolutely... Um, I couldn't mm. praise them enough. In his interview, Graham, with a mischievous chuckle, joked that he would now like to find a doctor who predicted him not walking again. Maybe find him playing on a golf course somewhere and show him how well he's relearned to play golf, how his positive attitude playing with one arm had bettered the doctor's depressing prognosis. Graham would spend a total of six weeks in a coma before becoming conscious again. As he lay in the ward, he could not remember the accident or the 18 days before it, his first memory being the Millennium New Year's Eve party. Graham was then moved to Chaley Clinical Services in East Sussex, south of London, where he would have worked with specialists in rehabilitation for around 13 months to gradually regain vital functions and learn again the movement skills and the work on his speech, mental concentration and thought processes. The damage to the frontal lobe of his brain means that even today decision-making, planning ahead and keeping cool under pressure can all be highly difficult for him. The brain injury also led to partial paralysis of his right side, making many tasks extremely difficult, which is why those who watch this golfer today will see a one-handed player rather than a two-handed player albeit with a good turn and a fine follow-through as he strikes the ball. Back then, all the rehab was highly stressful to begin with, and even when progress was made, improvement was very slow, but steady. Graham working every day for a year towards his mental and physical recovery. When I went there, all I could do was say yes and no, and... I couldn't do anything, I couldn't stand up, couldn't walk. That was really annoying. Yeah. Especially when um, all my friends and stuff like that were playing golf. He was I stuck. couldn't. And watching the Open, oh, yeah. uh, the um, my rehab unit, that was such a... That, that hit me, mm. but in a positive way. Because yeah. that motivated me even more to get back on the golf course. It was gradually, every single time, day, I could see like... A little bit tiny improvements. Now it's semi-paralysed, but I can walk, because I walk around the golf course. I can use my my hand sometimes, like to like, take when I'm eating a steak, for instance. I put the fork in my right hand to stab it into the steak, and then use my left arm to cut it. When he was in hospital, someone had taken the trouble to write to Lee Westwood. And the then rising world star sent the youngster a signed golf cap bearing an encouraging message of support. This Graham has treasured, and it is again a huge motivator to get him thinking about golf again. Something to dream for in all those months of rehab. Another factor in his rehabilitation was the great support from his school friends, and critically, the support of the teachers. I was in North Nashville Grammar School for boys, and... Um, Towards the end of my stay, about a month before, in my rehab unit, 
the head teacher came oh, right. up there, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. And they they accepted me back into that school two years below my actual age group. Yeah, yeah. But only on a limited amount of subjects. Yeah. Yeah, I took like five GCSEs and um, golf was still embedded in me. His family remained key supporters. Sisters Maria and Kiri dote on Graham. Parents John and Jenny were both geography teachers, now retired. Not a subject Graham was excited by. He knows where the key destinations like St Andrews and Augusta Georgia are, but he leaves the maps to others. Graham was able to study accountancy in college and he chuckles when he informs you that he passed a health and safety certificate that he seemed to think is a little ironic. Golf remains his chief focus for now as he considers the future. Life has changed for Graham Mazur, but you only have to spend half an hour in his company to be uplifted by his positive approach and engaged by his laugh and his humour and philosophical outlook is sprinkled into the conversation. Sometimes he'll pause to recalibrate the words he needs. But he gets there. Not every time on the golf course, however, due to the legacy of the injury. Yeah, which involves decision-making, problem-solving, yeah. kind of thinking ahead, yeah, yeah. which is where golf is a great asset to have. Yeah, yeah of course. Because you've always got to think yeah, ahead. Yeah. While golf has challenged him in this area, its focus clearly helps him on the mental side. By encountering these issues on the golf course... He works every day he plays to improve here, just as he did in rehab. It's getting better. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it used to be, yeah, yeah. but it's getting better. When making his comeback in golf, Graham started swinging with two hands, but he felt his right arm was flailing, and he was taken on by a Kent disabled golf specialist, Gary Basson, who he describes as absolutely superb. Then he moved on to Patchison Golf Centre, helped by Carl Spurrier, who is now a coach based at Leatherhead. Graham thinks the world of Carl, and he remains his go-to coach. By the time they met, Graham continued to address the ball in a right-hander stance, but just using his left arm with a backhand strike, which he describes as the world's best idea, even though it was tough to start with, as he was topping, shanking, with a few air shots thrown into the mix. But part of my game, which was the worst before my accident, is now the best. Oh, right. Putting. Right. I was absolutely shocking at putting prior before my accident. Graham also puts one-handed, and this and his wedge play are perhaps his strengths on the golf course at present. Because of the nature of the injury, golf has offered him mental and physical therapy and excellent social connections. He switched clubs to Chart Hills in Bidden and in Kent, back in June, and he loves it there. Some time ago, Graham also earned his PGA Level 1 coaching badge so he can help others to coach the game. This year, Graham has become a more motivated person than ever. When he moved to Chart Hills, his handicap was around 22, as he set about building far greater all-round consistency. Graham plays or practices five or six days a week, and at the time of writing, plays off 15.6. It did, yes, yeah. but I've still got to work hard. Yeah. Go down, I go down the practice ground at Char Hills, yeah. which is my club at the yeah. now. Okay. I go down there and practicing, because my, my long game, it's, my iron game is 
really pretty good. Yeah. It's just, I've got to keep on practicing on my short games and my driving. Another key motivating factor to his improvement has been the desire to compete in golf tournaments for players with disability. On the one hand, in England Golf's English Disability Open, he won the Stableford Trophy this summer, and also in a number of Edgar tournaments. He has climbed up the world ranking for golfers with disability and was in the top 20 in the Stableford division, which qualified him for this September's RSM European Playoff Series, where Graham was one of 16 Edgar golfers who played in the final at Stratford and Avon Golf Club. Graham said he has loved the competitive spirit and the camaraderie of these events. They're great. See, um, this may be naive, but I did not realise mm. you can actually play golf with one hand. Well, except me, but well, well, I knew you could play golf with one arm. But you know, with one leg, with no legs, mm, mm. with um, using the the electronic trolley or electronic power golf, yeah, power golf. They they amazing put you up. It's like wow. Mm, mm. See, you know, you can play golf no matter what disability you've actually got, mm, mm. which which I think is another awesome thing. Graham appreciates how the tournaments lead him to a greater understanding of the emotional and practical lives of each of his fellow players. Because that way you can learn about other disabilities and you can nitpick other people about their, their disabilities that they've had. Yeah. Because every single disability is different. Yeah. So you don't know what the hell you've got. That's right. In front of you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, until you ask questions. So you see, it's a sport. You can play either there are eight-year-olds playing mm. or 80-year-olds mm. playing. That's it doesn't really thing. matter. No, that's great that is a great thing about golf. It, it is fantastic. And also, due to the handicap system, everyone is on a level playing field. Yeah. This inclusive message from Edgar and all supporters of Golf for the Disabled is great for making the whole game more inclusive and welcoming, says Graham. 100%. Yeah. Totally. But I, I know golf isn't played by many disabled people, but that's a route Edgar is great at in getting it played by a more inclusive set of people. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Graham was talking to us during the RSM playoffs. He had qualified in the Stableford division of eight players and had just enjoyed a 6-4 and four win in his quarter-final. He would go on to get to the final where he would finish runner-up after a close match with Miroslav Halmo of Slovakia. In the clubhouse, Graham was cheerful and friendly company to the players from across Europe, but in interview, he would be philosophical on both how golf can be never mastered and why as a sport it can be so good for those who play. This is really funny, but um, golf can only be 9 out of 10. You yeah. can always, there's always a little bit more <laughs> to improve. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and what I, what, what I do, I always stand on the first you say, I'm going to beat this course today. Yeah. But there's one thing you cannot beat in golf. That is the golf course. Asked what advice he would offer to a family who might have to cope with a similar injury to a son or a daughter, Graham believes encouragement is the key to building confidence. My advice to give him and his family would be whatever he chooses to do in life, be it work, sports, golf sports, you know, 
anything, just back him. Because they don't actually know what their child is capable of. Pull off the reins and then, like, do what they want to do. Something that they, they think, nah, they can't do that. They can actually do that and do that better than most people. Graham, in part, puts his highly positive outlook down to the work that he's done in recent times with his psychologist, Walter Bussittel, gaining further strength as he looks ahead. He is such a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. And everything he always says kind of leaves me with a bit more positive thoughts. Graham remains ever grateful to his family, his coach, Carl Spurrier, and his new extended group of friends at Chart Hills Golf Club. Yeah, my mum, dad, my two sisters especially, well, those four especially, because without them, I could never do this. And um, I'd like to thank all the, all the staff and members at Char Hills for backing me in these events. For 2022, Graham has specific aims of improving his accuracy with all clubs in the bag and to get down to 10 or 12 handicap. He also wants to get as high up in the net category of the WR4GD as possible so that he might compete for a place in possible Edgar DP World Tour events where players with a disability share the same playing ground as some of the world's most famous players. Graham says learning golf is all about persevering, working a little every day. This he had to do every day of his year of rehabilitation, but also onwards from there. Every day. That's all you can do, he says. Persevere. And if you can do this with a smile, the odd chuckle, and with a glint in your eye, people will want to hear your story. (laughs) 